and welcome to this episode of DQ Chats. My name is Stephanie Tudor and I am the president of Drama Queensland. Before we begin, I wanted to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast was recorded on, the Yagara and Turrbal people, and acknowledge their elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge them as the first storytellers and the first artists of this land. Hi, Drama Queensland. We are back and welcome to our first chat for 2023. We are joined by the members of a new company, Perseverance Street Theatre, who, fresh from their exciting session at our Nuts and Bolts PD offering, sat with us to chat about their beginnings, their impact as a regional theatre company, and making quality connections with schools and emerging artists. We also get the inside scoop on their production, Lizard, and all that it has to offer your students. So we have Dr. Sharon Hogan. Hello. We have Sophia Abbey. Hi. And Fletcher Coles with us from Howdy. Perseverance Street Theatre Co. So I'm going to throw over to you guys really to explain what is um, what is this wonderful new company. So Perseverance Street Theatre Company, we're based in Gympie. We're a new professional company. We're also a not-for-profit and we're a registered charity. And we were founded by a group of misfits. (laughs) Um, So, Sophia um, has just recently graduated from USC drama program. She's doing her honours in creative writing. Fletcher here, my colleague, actually graduated from school last year. And then we have another colleague called Jonas, who's really interested in technical production. And to be honest, we basically sat around and said there is a lack of pathways for young people, for young and emerging artists in regional areas. There's a lack of professional theatre companies. In fact, um, we are the only professional theatre company between – there's some on the Sunshine Coast, but from there up to Townsville, there are none. So we felt the need to try and build an arts infrastructure in a regional area that could provide – pathways in training, employment, but also connecting artists from our region with more experienced artists as well. And we'll talk a bit more about that later. Um, so, yeah, there's a little bit of background. Yeah, and it's really interesting that you have, you have so much opportunity for outreach as well. So it's not necessarily central to Gympie. No, we would really love to um, work across the Sunshine Coast, into the Wide Bay, into Brisbane. Um, Gympie is really on the doorstep of southeast Queensland. But we're also one of the lowest socioeconomic areas. So the Wide Bay is, apart from remote rural Queensland, the Wide Bay is the next region with the lowest um, income per capita and it's also got the highest levels of youth unemployment in the state yeah so our region really needs to provide greater opportunities for young people and particularly around the creative industries yeah and through your experience you've really noticed that this is that gap and you've um, gone and launched something really wonderful Mm, yeah for me so I graduated from high school last year I'm 19 um, and I thought about going to uni and I thought about just sort of getting like a, you know, Woolworths job or whatever. Um, but I I just really didn't want to because I knew that this is what I loved and I knew that, you know, somewhere deep down inside <laughs> that I had the potential for it and to actually go into this industry. Um, and so it was such a great opportunity for, I think when Sharon was sort of like, hey, I've got this idea of doing a theatre company. Um, and 
like a bunch of us drama students just went, yes, please, immediately. We would absolutely do that. Um, and, you know, we are all getting paid, which uh, we're getting paid industry rates um, for our work and our time, which is really, really rare in the industry. Mm. Um, so it's just such an amazing opportunity that we get to do this and that we get to work with more other young people. I mean, I've met... Um, I've met other young people my age that I haven't even... I would never have met if I didn't do Perseverance yeah. Street. Um, and it's just because of us creating pathways and job opportunities. And yeah, it's really amazing. So I, when I graduated, it was... If you really wanted to pursue something in the arts, you'd have to go to NIDA mm. or is it USQ? They do like a really similar program to NIDA mm. where it's like yeah. fully intensive. But... I could not afford that lifestyle. <laughs> but also, essentially, you'd have to move. Yeah. You know, move from where you're accustomed to. Yeah. And I was like, I cannot afford to live in Sydney. I could not move to um, Toowoomba. It was just not going to happen. So, USC was the closest university to where I was that offered drama. And I didn't want to go to Brisbane because, again, I couldn't afford it. Like, it was just my parents weren't able to help me out. And then mm. the government also couldn't help me out. And it was like, I was completely on my own. And my parents were like, you can stay with us while you go to uni. Yeah. And I was like, I'll finish my degree. And I did. I smashed it out. And now I'm doing my honours on young adult plays. Mm. And I'm looking at specifically what genres and topics and concepts they're actually looking at with young adult works and what is coming out of the industry and what is winning awards what's getting recognized and what topics they are handling and what they're not mm. and i noticed that which we'll talk about a little bit later with the new work we're doing lizard i noticed that there's a lot of like hype around relationships like sexual and intimate relationships and there's mm. a hierarchy almost where we talk a lot about these intimate relationships but we're actually missing the concept of friendship and it's sort of reserved for like baby theater mm, yeah and but it's actually a very mm. vital concept for young adults because they don't learn how to maintain friendships or what to do when a friendship is breaking down and then they end up having these big blowouts and it's actually worse for young people than when you have a breakup because you're le taught how to handle a breakup yeah so i think lizard sort of emerged from a, a few different ideas um firstly we wanted to create a production that really pushed the theatrical experience. So even though it's a touring production, even though we've only got, you know, an hour, we actually need 60 minutes to set up because we've got a, a bigger set, we've got full costumes, we've got four actors, we're not multi-rolling because we wanted to create a work that was really accessible to juniors. Mm. Something that, you know, I love, don't get me wrong, I love the sophistication and the work where you do have multi-rolling and, and those very epic and Brechtian conventions. I love that in touring yeah. work. But we wanted to create something that was for grade seven, grade eight, grade nine, that was a linear plot, mm. that was the well-made play, um, that used physical comedy, so we've looked at these issues that Sophia's just mentioned, particu particularly the idea about respectful relationships and what does that look like. And we've effectively created an anti-model where we've looked at creating, showing this, um, these relationships between brother and sister, between friends, when, what happens basically when a new romantic interest comes in to those dynamics between brother and sister and between friends, how do you navigate that? Mm -hmm. So the show actually provokes a lot of thinking and questioning and discussion 
we didn't want to create preachy theatre though. We didn't want to give solutions. We actually wanted to create a provocation that then and you know support teachers with really great resources so that they could then unpack that further. Mm. Um, and we wanted to stimulate an emotional response in our audience. A lot they laugh mm. a lot, but there's also a sort of a black comedy. Uh, vibe I think to Lizard which also uses a lot of magical realism as well yeah I mean with when I was in school and I'd see a bunch we saw so many touring shows and they were really great but I got to grade 12 and I realized I'd never actually seen like just a straight play Mm, I'd only ever seen like fragmented theater and contemporary theater and really really cool stuff but I'd never seen like a linear plot before um live because Obviously, um, we didn't always we you know we didn't have the money to just go and see a Shakespeare in Brisbane or anything yeah. like that. And the Shakespeare that we did get was sort of a new take on Shakespeare and a new mm-hmm. stuff. And I realized I'd never got any classical stuff. Um, yeah. So when we were coming up with Lizard, that was kind of the thing of let's do it just like a play and give it give kids an example of what an actual you know from start to finish. Every scene goes into the next. It's completely linear. It's got four actors, so you really get to get involved with the characters and recognize them and feel for them, um, giving that emotional response. Um, and, yeah, just on the preaching, it was – I mean, not every high school touring show is preachy, mm. but I found and sort of we found when we were talking to young kids and when we were in school is that as soon as um, a really heavy issue came on and they tried to tell us what to think or they, you know, tried to, you know, this is the moral of the story, take mm-hmm. it home and do this. We Like everyone switched off. Yeah. Everyone started laughing because it was like all these shows were horrible tragedies were about suicide and cyberbullying and we were like, this is not real life at all what is how how are we meant to take this away how are we meant to take anything away from this um so lizard we definitely went for a comedy angle because that's how that's how you're going to get in get into the minds of young kids is through Mm. humor and then you can sort of do the one-two punch with an emotional bit that's going to get them thinking yeah and i really like how you've made the parallels there with you know from a student perspective of lived experience Mm. yes these are these are really important issues and themes that we need to look at but from a student sitting in the audience you're not necessarily finding that relatable in that format in which it's presented so Mm. that's really interesting how you've adapted that thinking into creating something like lizard yeah i mean it's been really great because obviously i just graduated um sophia's still quite I mean, you are just doing your honours now, so your high school's still pretty fresh. Um, but obviously, we also have Sharon, who mm. has all the teacher experience and has all of that experience of actually working in the school. So we really get two perspectives on it. Yeah. And I think we've created some really, really interesting and engaging work that is great for teachers in the classroom to, you know, talk to the kids, but also actually engages the kids because mm. it's, you know, theatre by young people for young people. Yeah, and I think one of the key things as well is education is always transforming. And <laughs> very, very heavy the last couple of years, we hear a lot about senior. And this is very refreshing to, to be reminded that you also need to transform and refresh your junior. And this is something, this is a new offering that teachers, and especially today in the session, and the buzz after the session today, hearing so many people want to explore this more, mm. we, we got to step back and think, our, our our area of expertise is not necessarily 
in the senior phase of learning. There's so much. Is so important, isn't yeah. it? Like we used to always have the mantra, you know, you want your best curriculum, you want your most engaging curriculum, your most playful curriculum. You you need to be so engaging those year sevens, eights, nines, and and more importantly, I think we're not doing enough in upper primary. Mm. Um, I was just reading some research recently in America that says if kids have not been exposed to live theatre or performance or, or drama by the time they leave um, primary school, then they're not going to follow it up mm. later on. Interesting. So even when you're talking about audience development or, you know, unless you know how to play the game, yeah, you don't want to watch the game. Yeah. So what we, we really want to create some work in that space too for the upper primary and we're just about to launch a massive project called Eleven which is just for 11-year-olds across our whole region. Nice. Um, so we're just going for some funding for that and um, actually listening to 11-year-olds and what is it they're thinking about, what's their voice, what giving them a voice and then creating a work with 11-year-olds in it. Um, yeah, so we're really excited about that. And, and that's sort of our mantra as a company is to create performance with and for our community. So working with classrooms, the beauty of Lizard too is we've been able to test it. We've tested it with about four different schools mm. now. And, you know, because we've got connections in the, in the drama education world, thank you, Drama Queensland as well, <laughs> um, it's been so good and we've had that feedback from teachers. And, and the show has gone through eight months of creative development and rewriting. Poor Sophia, every time we come back, she's had to do a rewrite. Another draft. Yeah. <laughs> No, it has been really good, actually. The first time we tested Lizard was at Sunshine Coast Drama School Festival. And we had grades, I think, 7 to 12. So we even was, had grade 6 in there. Yeah, mm. it was mixed. And they watched it. And I remember a teacher coming up to me afterwards and saying, I've actually never seen young boys engage with theatre mm. as much as I have with this show particularly. Which, side note, is such another realm of research about boys in the drama classroom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was really interesting because when we were coming up with the concept for Lizard, I was talking to my brother who was like the biggest critic of theatre ever, hates everything. And <laughs> I said to him, I was like, what do you want to see in a play? And he was like, I want to see a lizard man. And I was like, okay. So I remember the first meeting we had at Perseverance Street. I was like, I'm going to write a play about a lizard man. Let's see how it goes. And we all said, yep, sounds perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and so I went, all right, how do I make this though? Like a touring show for like schools? Mm. How do we make that translate to the education system? Um, but then I was a like artist in residency at James Nash and I worked with the year nine girls and they were all about 14, 13. Yeah. And they came forward and I said, oh, like, what, what, what are you struggling with at the moment? What, what are you missing out on? What, what do you want to do? And they said, at the moment, there's a lot of pressure to be in a relationship. Mm. And it's like, as soon as their best friend gets in a relationship, they feel that they have to get in a relationship almost to have status. Right. And it's this whole thing of, they would just find a boy, might be super toxic, but it's like actually having the boyfriend is more important. Yeah. Regardless, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then they also said that they want to do comedy. They want to do horror. They are sick of doing these roles that are so intense. And the boys just get to do all these funny gags mm. on stage. And they have to do like Shakespeare. <laughs> they were like, I don't want to do that. I actually yeah. want to be funny. And yeah. I said, all right. So we took that. And I made, uh, when we wrote it, we put four characters and it's two girls, two boys. And I made sure that all four characters were comedic. It wasn't just the two male characters. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and I think the play really explores respectful relationships we're talking about. There's so much you could do with the play, though, in terms of curriculum. Um, for English, it gives a really great example of the extended metaphor, the well-made well play, characterisation. For drama, it's magical realism. Um, the fantasy element is that there's a half-lizard, half-human character in it and that that's just accepted as real in this context. So it's a really good ex introduction to some magical realism mm. and um, also physical comedy. We also just recently worked with Zach Bolton. So Zach... Um, is well known in, in education sector. He's a fantastic actor, but he came up and actually played the part of Lizard in our latest tour of the show. And w what was fantastic about that is he having another experienced um, artist come and work with us allowed us to explore the physical comedy in it even more. And that's our model for rehearsals. So as Perseverance Street, we try to support young and emerging artists, but mm. we also have a mentoring model in our rehearsal process where we will also employ uh, a really experienced artist so that our um, new and emerging artists are working in collaboration with that yeah. really experienced head in the room. So in doing that, we keep our work fresh. Mm. Um, we've got the youth voice. We've got young people creating the work, writing the work, but we're also bringing in that level of experience just to ensure that we're creating really high quality work as well and, and pushing the boundaries. Yeah, And I think that's also quite nice when we consider... Um, the the this mentorship approach and how in the classroom teachers also appreciate that and Perseverance Street can become that mentor for a teacher in the classroom with this work. We would love to work with other teachers. We've got quite a few projects at the moment that we're going for grants for. One of them is called Employment and Odyssey. We're currently looking for four or five schools to actually have one class in each school that comes in and becomes co-collaborators with mm. us. We re really want to partner with, with schools and with teachers and not just um, bring work in. We actually yeah. want to create work with um, others because I think when you do that, you end up with much more authentic work. You end up with work that really does reflect young people's voices and concerns and also teachers' concerns and what they would like to see in their classrooms. So it's no good creating irrelevant resources. We want to be really relevant. We want to be contemporary. But you only do that through collaboration. And, and we really, that's how we work. We are an ensemble. We do everything. We clean the toilets. We wash the dishes. And all of these guys in Perseverance Street, I might actually get Fletcher to sort of talk about how we're actually learning about admin as well as mm. and, and explain what you're doing in that space. Yeah, so um, there's only really four of us, core ensemble uh, members in the entire company. So it's myself, Sharon, Sophia and Jonas, who is not here but does incredible stuff. Um, so we kind of do everything ourselves. So um, Sharon is director of our works but also CEO and she mm. does all of our grant writing and all of our finances and everything. And it's yeah. incredible the amount of work she does. She's insane. Um, Sophia does all of our marketing. Um, so she just went to Apex and actually did the marketing for them for a week. Mm. Um, and she got a million job offers, but we're keeping her here <laughs> for us because she's really, really good. Hold on tight. Um, hold on tight. Yeah. So she does all of our marketing. She does all of our networking. It's insane. Um, Jonas, uh, does all of our technical production, but yep. also he does all of our IT as well. Mm. So he made our website from scratch. Um, he had never made a website before, mm. but he did, and it's fantastic. 
it's actually, I mean, I'm, I might be a little bit bi- biased, <laughs> but it's actually one of the best websites I've seen. It's so good. So Wonderful. the whole idea is that they're learning about running a whole company. So yeah. it's not just about being an artist. And what they do is they volunteer their time for admin. Mm. But we've also, we're just about to embed some Cert 3s in business mm. into our program. So they volunteer their time for admin, but then anything that's creative development, script writing, rehearsing, we're paying industry rates. So it's... That's how we're surviving mm. at the moment. Ultimately, we would love to have full paid, like internship positions. And look, we're only eight months old. Yeah. Um, we intend to be around in 20 years' time. I won't be there, but <laughs> these guys will be. And, and I mean, it takes time to mm. build a company and it takes time to bring around this change. And But we're, we're all really committed. And I think because we've got this embed succession planning all the time and this mm. embed mentoring model happening all the time, I can see that the company will live on and we have got the support of the community as yeah. well, which is fantastic. Yeah. And it's and it's going back to the so I also do all of our graphic design as well. Um, but it's been really actually really very interesting because when I was in school, I thought the only thing I was good at was drama. Yeah. And I was like, oh my oh my gosh, I'm terrible at everything else. Um, and then actually doing this theatre company, I've found a passion for graphic design and art, and I actually want to do a uni course in it sometime mm-hmm. in the future, um, which would help our company but also then offer a new career path for me if totally. this doesn't work out because we know that this industry can be quite uh, tumultuous in terms of employment. Yeah. Um, I just want to talk about that though too because I think you have to have the attitude of and. You know, if you work in the creative industries, you can be a drama teacher and an artist. Yes. You can yeah. be a drama teacher and a director. You can be a playwright and a social media marketing expert. You can be an actor and be great at graphic design and be an amazing teaching artist. So, you know, it, it's Deleuzian philosophy, but it's this concept of and. It's that I don't have to be this or this. Just one thing. I, I can actually be all of these things. And mm. I think as teachers, we often too also say, oh, I'm just a teacher. Mm. But in fact, we're, we are teaching artists. We have to look after our own artistry to be really amazing in the classroom. If, if we're not feeding our artistic soul, yeah. then it's very hard to keep inspiring and giving back and and sort of making sure we've got that next layer of Mm. artists coming through yeah so yes the creative industries has always been an and industry yeah you know you know you might be that and making coffees but who cares because i tell you what living the life of and we're so much happier yes yep yeah happiest i've ever been yeah Mm. and it's really it's really important i think in the classroom that students see their teacher engaging in what they what they love yeah. and seeing it across all the arts you know art teachers exhibiting work working on their practice mm. it's really really important for and also for pathways for students which i'm hearing so much about these amazing pathways from two you know success mm. stories as well but you know the pathways that you are embedding into this company as well is really when i look at what sophia and fletcher and jonas have got on their resume now mm. compared to what they had eight months ago yep unbelievable yeah. like what they have now got on there and i was helping them with their cvs at the beginning of the year because we were going through grants and now what what i can look at their cvs and yeah it's setting them up like i know yeah. they won't stay with perseverance street forever but it's a great platform mm. um, and it could be a platform for many other young people, I think. Mm. Totally. Yeah. We Wonderful. absolutely want to be 
I mean, you know, it's not, it hopefully won't just be us. You know, we absolutely want as many young people as possible, as many experienced artists to work with as possible. Mm. We're really, I mean, we're a charity and, not, and a not-for-profit. So we're really, really hoping to expand and just become like a cornerstone for young education, honestly. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, just, I'm Big very dreams. excited. Big yeah. dreams. You know what? It's going to happen. I believe it. It's going to happen. It. <laughs> Wonderful. So... Just off the back of today's session um, at Nuts and Bolts, we've got, um, I know the, the teachers here are just buzzing from the, the resources and, and what you've provided for them today as a part of their, their involvement. But how can teachers get, um, get in touch and get on board with Blizzard and having you come into schools? So we're open for bookings right now. Um, basically just emailing us at info at perseverancestreet.com.au um, having that dialogue, I'd love to have that conversation with people about what they need and what they want, um, rather than even just doing a cold booking. I think actually having the conversation about yeah. who, who, you know, having that lovely, you know, teacher to teacher conversation about what's the unit, what are you trying to achieve, and structuring that that experience in schools in a way that young people and teachers can get the most out of it. I think we're afraid to ask sometimes to go. Mm. Actually, no, I want a full day. Or no, and, and inst- so let's make the time to give young people a really quality experience, a quality immersion experience. Um, yes, yeah, so contact us. We've got Lizard, we've got unemployment. Just pick up the phone, give us a mm-hmm. call. Our number's on our website. Um, but yeah, start with an email. I know teachers are really busy. Yeah. So send us an email, give us your phone number, mm-hmm. and we'll reach out to you. And yeah, we are open for bookings right now, and it's just starting to speed up for us. Obviously, we're a new company. We've just been touring Lizard now and had great reception. We've already got some schools we've just performed at who have now booked us again for next year. Great. Um, which is a really great vote of thanks. Um, yeah. Well, you know, vote of, I don't know, confidence, not thanks. Mm. It's our thanks to them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've also got our website, www.perseverancestreet.com.au and our Instagram, perseverance.street, is our same, same as our Facebook. Just a quick little plug in there. Little plug. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. We are so um, happy that we get to work with you as Drama Queensland. And I know that our members really, especially today in the session, really cherished um, what you brought to the table and, and what they can take home as well as the future. And um, it's really, really exciting. And I just want to say a huge congratulations to can, can, everything. Thank you so much. And I just want to say a bit of a plea to teachers is support your artists right you know because support all of the artists that engage with drama queensland they all want to collaborate with you and i think if we're not booking artists if we're not trying to find ways to generate um connections with artists then Mm. we're actually shooting ourselves in the foot so the more that we can connect with industry and find that third space between school industry companies yeah that's the really magic space to play in and it's good for everybody yes yeah absolutely thank you so much thank you thank you that was fun <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much thank you so much drama queensland <laughs>